Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table. And welcome to the podcast for entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, business leaders, and really anybody who has that entrepreneurial spirit. People listen to this show who want to find a new idea, a nugget, a theory, some information. And I really believe that through this show, we have helped people because success leaves clues. Over the past four and a half years, I have had the honor of interviewing about 400 people who are doing their own thing, carving their own path in the world, and they have been kind enough to come on here and share their experiences. We've also done several episodes, now usually on Tuesday, where I come in and talk about whatever is burning in my mind. My name is Tom Singer, and I have been the host of this show for almost five years, but for now 10 years, I have been working for myself. Now, if you're a regular listener of the show, you know my backstory. I had a career in sales and marketing, and I was successful. I did well. People bought from me. I won awards. I got accolades. But here's the thing. My ladder was against the wrong wall. I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I wasn't believing in myself, and I certainly wasn't following my own dreams. Well, 10 years ago, that all changed, and I have never looked back. But along the way, it's still been sort of a grind. It's been hard. And so that's why I love talking to people, either as the guests on the show or the people like you who listen, who reach out to me. I love to talk about business. I like to talk about entrepreneurship. I like to talk about the struggles of having to carve your own path and and, and what that means. So hopefully, if you've never been to this podcast before, hopefully this episode will excite you. you. You'll get into it and maybe you'll go back and listen to the archives. And more importantly, I hope you'll come listen to the future episodes that we're doing. The show is released every Tuesday and Thursday. And I couldn't do it alone. I've got a couple of sponsors. So before we get started, let me thank the sponsor of this episode. So many of you out there, you actually offer physical products to your customers, your fans. And to do that, you have to deal with fulfilling those orders. You have to pack them up, put them in an envelope, take them to the post office, stand in line, and ship them. Well, my friends at Amplifier, they take care of that for you. They blend order fulfillment, screen printing, and on-demand production into a single self-service platform that you control. That's who I work with for those shirts that I've been selling. Some of you have bought those that say, try new things. Now, if you want one of the shirts, you can get one. You can get them in red or in blue, and you can get them at trynewthings.shop. And if you make that order, it's going to jump over to the people at Amplifier. They're going to take care of getting it printed, and they're going to fulfill that order and get it shipped to you lickety-split. And they can integrate with your e-commerce shop or take care of any giveaways that you have for your fans and your customers. But they also work for big companies or small. But on-demand means you don't have to worry about inventory. But if you grow and you want to stock up on inventory, Amplifier handles that for you too. Go over to amplifier.com slash cool things and find out about what it's like to work with them. They are great and I thank them for their sponsorship of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. So today... I want to talk about sales success. Now, I spent my career in sales and marketing, and I have had good quarters and good years, and I've had ones that, well, let's just say I'm not going to brag about. If you're in sales, you're going to have good times, you're going to have bad times. 
but you're always striving to have that sales success that puts you on the top of the chart. And part of the way you do that is through momentum. I will tell you, one of the things I learned is that when I was selling a lot, I felt like I could do no wrong. I was on top of the world. I was golden boy. Yet, in other times, when I was sort of in a sales slump, boy, it is hard. You feel like your feet are just in concrete. You're never going to get out of it. So one of the best things you can do is keep the momentum going. But when we look at salespeople, to them, it's about getting the deal, which means the salesperson cares more about the momentum and driving for that deal than anybody else, even more than their sales manager, certainly probably more than the customer. So if you're in sales or if you're the entrepreneur who owns the company and you are the backbone behind the sales, then you've got to pay attention to are the wheels churning? Are we doing things? Are we filling that pipeline? If we lose a sale, is there another one coming down right behind it so that we can keep that momentum going? I think momentum is really important for success no matter what we do. Now, I go in and talk to companies and I do a program called The Paradox of Potential because we get really excited about potential, but potential does not equal performance. Potential is not results. There is no momentum in your life just because you have potential. So often we see this in a company. A sales manager hires a salesperson or an entrepreneur hires someone to come in as an early employee to help drive the business forward and they get so excited. They think, oh my gosh, Becky has so much potential. And then six months or a year later, they're transitioning her out of the company. Well, how come? If she had potential, how come it, max it magically didn't drive business? How come it didn't happen? Well, because it's not going to happen by magic. There is no magic fairy dust that is going to propel your business forward. So there's three buckets that I always talk about. And those are your plans, your passion, and the people you surround yourself with. So I just want to look at those for a minute because I think that these three areas that we talk about, I think they're so important to keeping the momentum going to make sure that you are moving towards that sales success. Because remember, without sales, without business development, there is no company. And a lot of people get into business without sales experience. They don't want to be salespeople. They become an entrepreneur and all of a sudden they realize that the only way the company's going to work is if they're selling. And so for a lot of people who listen to this show, you got to get really serious about sales and the success that it takes in order to propel that momentum to get you more sales. So I make my living as a professional speaker. I go into companies and speak to their teams, or I go to association annual conferences and I kick them off as sort of the, the opening keynote speaker, that motivational talk that gets the, the tone set for the whole event. But here's the deal with that. In that world, I'm a salesperson first because it doesn't matter how great I am on stage or how much action I can get your team to take. If I don't get the engagement to come and speak, then I'm not really a speaker. I always tell my speaker friends or people who want to get into the business who say, oh, I'm, I'm really good on stage. That is awesome. Can you sell? Because if you can't sell, you're not going to get on stage. So nobody's ever going to know how good you are. So really quick on today's ep episode here, I just want to talk about why plans, passion, and people, why they are so important for that momentum that leads to sales success. Well, plans... Plans are really about your goals. It's what does success look like? It's knowing what you want to accomplish. But if you don't have a plan, you're not going to get anywhere. When you get on an airplane and you want to fly from, let's say, Los Angeles to Honolulu, you better be damn sure that you want that pilot to have a flight plan. 
Now, when they have that plan, they know they're going to go to Honolulu. They know they're going to take off, they're going to fly west, and they're going to take you safely to that runway. However, what if you got onto the airline and the pilot came on and said, hello, welcome to the airline. Today, we don't have a plan. We're just going to take off and fly in the general direction of west. We have enough fuel for about a six-hour flight. At the end of that, we'll look for a place to put this plane down, and we'll figure it out from there. Think about a map for a second. What is there between Los Angeles and Honolulu on a map? There is a lot of blue. And I don't know about you, but if I'm on an airplane, I don't want the pilot just guessing where he's going to land in that big sea of blueness. I want him to have a plan of how he's going to get us to that Honolulu airport, onto terra firma, right onto that runway. So they have a flight plan. But what pilots tell me is, is that that plan is only as good as what's going on around them. Because once they take off, there's going to be weather. There could be high winds. There could be storms. There's going to be other planes. There's all kinds of reasons why that plane is off plan. While they are not following, they have to go maybe to the north or the south. They have to fly higher or lower. There's a lot of things that can push that plane off track. But what they do, because they have a flight plan, is once they get around the storm, they steer the nose of the plane back towards what the goal is. That's what you have to do in your business. You have to have a plan of where do I want to take my business. When a storm comes up and blows you off your path, you just course correct and pull yourself back around and get back on that plan. I also tell people all the time that when you have a goal, it makes it really easy to answer the tough questions that are going to come up in a world where we are constantly distracted by busy work and things that pop up. When you have a goal, all you have to do when there's an action choice in front of you is you just have to ask yourself, does this action bring me closer to my goal or lead me farther away from it? If it brings you closer, you do it. If it pushes you farther away, you don't. You make the other choice. So having a plan is really important because it keeps you moving. And as I said when we started, momentum is so important. If you want to have success, you have to keep moving. You have to keep moving to get that sales success. So part of it is knowing what does success look like? How do I want to get there? And where am I going to go? And that will keep that decision-making choices in your head, keeping you propelling forward. The second bucket that I talk about is passion. You got to love what you do. I don't care what your product or service is. If you don't like your product or service, and if you don't believe in your company, you're never going to be a top performing salesperson. And as an entrepreneur, you're never going to be able to grow that to the highest level of success because life gets hard. We do get distracted. We get blown off course. And if you're not passionate about doing what you do, it's easy to get distracted squirrel and you go off on a different direction so you absolutely need to be excited about what you do plus i don't care who you work for whether it's your company or you work for somebody else there are going to be days when your job sucks i remember i was a stay-at-home dad for a while and i remember that's hard because there's no off switch on kids and i remember talking to my wife and saying you know it doesn't matter what your job is someday your job sucks but i love this kid i want to be a stay-at-home dad i'm enjoying what i'm doing that gets you out of bed. You get through the bad days, no matter what your job is. On a day that sucks, you get up and go because you remind yourself, I'm really honored to be able to be doing what I'm doing. I'm living my dream. Ever since I've become a professional speaker, my wife has a joke. When I complain about money or I complain about something that's going on with a particular client, my wife looks at me and goes, you know what? When you're living your dream, you're not allowed to bitch about it. And she's right. It reminds me. It puts me back on track because I am so passionate. I am so fortunate that I get to do what I do and I get to work with the companies and the associations that I work with. 
So passion keeps you going. It keeps you in the momentum when you hit those roadblocks where you get that pie in your face where you just think life is against you. So you got to have that passion. And the third bucket, the third bucket towards sales success is the people who you're engaged with, the people around you. Now, if you're a salesperson, there's three types of people who are, who are around you. There's prospects, there's your team, and then there's the people who are like referral sources and other people in your community. You want to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the best possible people. And you want to make sure that you're investing in those people to build real, meaningful relationships. Because if you really want to be successful, you can't treat everybody as a transaction that you throw away when it's over. You need long-term relationships with your prospects, with your coworkers, and with people who can refer you into other business. So people matter. And yet, in today's world, so many people are looking for shortcuts to just avoid humans. Let's face it, how many of you answer your telephone, your, your smartphone, if you don't recognize the number? Most of us see a number and we're like, yeah, that's going to be spam, and we don't answer it. We are looking for reasons not to engage with people, and so we let it go to voicemail. I'll tell you, we're doing that in real life too. You go to a networking event, and you hang out with your coworkers or your friends, and you never go and talk to other people. Or you go to your company's customer conference, and you only hang out with the couple of people you know give you good business, and you don't invest time in other people who maybe, while well, they might not be as big of an account, maybe they'll be the person who refers you to that giant account. So you have to really invest in people. And on a bigger, more sort of spiritual woo-woo side, we're at a time when people are feeling really lonely. There are so many people who feel misunderstood and invisible. There was an article in the Harvard Business Review about a year and a half ago called The Epidemic of Loneliness. And while we're surrounded by technology that connects all of us, more people than ever feel alone. They don't feel that other people see them. So sometimes on Twitter and on, on Instagram, I use the hashtag see people. I don't care what you're doing. Take a minute, put your screen down, and just smile at somebody. Maybe it's that homeless person. Maybe it's the person who's taking your order at a restaurant. I don't care what it is. Take the time to see people. None of us are so important that we have to be buried in electronics all the time and have to always be busy and always in a rush. All of us can find that chance to invest in people. And when we do it in a sales and entrepreneurial way, where we're investing in the people in our, in our communities, that's going to lead you to more business. So I think that's really, really important. Now, before I wrap up the show, I got to thank the other sponsor of this episode. So this episode, like all of them, is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly, they take the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. Now, if you're an avid podcast listener, you might want to be starting your own show. And I'll tell you what, go do it. It's awesome. And work with Podfly because they'll set you up with the right training, equipment, and guidance to ensure that you sound amazing. And if you want a special offer, go to www.podfly.net slash cool things. Did I just show that I'm old? I said www, but you get it. Go to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the special offer that they have for the people who listen to this show. And they are awesome to work with. So you got to keep the momentum going. I said it in the beginning that nobody cares as much about momentum as the salesperson does. So you've got to find a way to internally make sure that you're keeping it churning because when you come to a stop, it just sucks the energy out of you. It just gets you to just, I mean, I get depressed when I don't have momentum. I've got to have momentum. I've got to have momentum with the podcast. I've got to have momentum with my speaking career. And certainly as a salesperson, I've got to feel that I've got those balls all spinning at once or I get stuck. 
and you don't want to be stuck. So thinking always about what are the next steps. Never let yourself as a salesperson be in a situation in any type of interaction with people, no matter who it is, where you don't know what the next steps are and you haven't cleared those and gotten those set up so that it's okay for you to make that follow-up call, both for you and for the prospect. Because remember, you control the message and the way that message is seen, that controls your future. Don't let other people define you. Don't let your competitors define you. Don't let people fill in the gaps of what they don't know. Be in charge. Make sure that you're the one pushing the relationship forward and making sure you're always moving towards that sale. Now, many people always talk themselves out of things. We talk ourselves out of engaging with people all the time. There's a big movement out there where people are like, oh, protect your time, you know, find ways to say no. And it's true. You can't say yes to everything. But the mistake with that is people embrace it and they start saying no to too many things. I recently was talking to someone who is a little bit more of a guru than I am. He's got a big following. But he said he hates it when people call up and say, oh, I want to go to coffee and pick your brain. Or can I jump on a half-hour call to learn from you because I admire what you do? And he goes, if, if I took all those calls, that's all I'd ever be doing. Well, that's true. I mean, if he's getting that many calls, you can't do that. But years ago, I used to be kind of this, oh, don't call me and ask to pick my brain. I've earned my success. You figure it out. But then I realized I didn't get here alone. And so I started finding ways to say yes to people. I look for ways to say yes to opportunities, to try new things, to meet new people. That brings me momentum. Because if I'm just sitting at home reading blog posts and, and spinning my wheels, that's not as good as getting out around people who are fired up and they're passionate and they're curious. So find ways to make sure that you're keeping that relationship momentum going. Because if you're in sales or you're building a business, you need people. If you're finding reasons to say no to connecting with people, you're finding reasons to leave money on the table. So if you want sales success, pay attention to momentum. Make sure that you're doing things that are going to push you forward because that's what it's all about. It's about going forward every day. It's about finding your path across the gap between potential and results. Because what we want in sales is we want results. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're going to be back in a couple of days with a really cool interview. But in the meantime, I want to challenge you. If you like this show, go leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And do me a favor. Make sure you subscribe. Podcasts are found by fresh subscriptions. So walk around your office. Tell everybody to subscribe to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. And if you really like the show, send me an email or a tweet. You can find me at Tom Singer, T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R, everywhere there's internet. Uh, pretty much all the social medias, I'm just going to be Tom Singer, T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R. And you can drop me an email at tom at tomsinger.com and let me know how'd you find this show and what is it about it that you like. All right. Like I said, we're going to be back in a couple of days. I hope that you will join us. Go back into the archives and listen to old shows, but do something. Do something to push yourself forward towards sales success. Do something that builds your momentum. And while you're at it, have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>